evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Stephen, welcome back to the show, man. How are you? Good to be back. For more. I'm doing I'm doing good. It's a little bit since I've seen you and I know how much you are you write songs, so you've probably written like three soul albums since the last time I've talked to you. <laughs> You're such a oh, prolific songwriter. I gotta tell you, it's the other day I was like going through songs that I've written that I really haven't put words to because if I start on something I'll kind of give it a title just so I can remember the music yeah and I'm looking through this going holy shit the solo record's put away ready to record we're just waiting for the go to you know who's gonna I'm gonna license it to um and I found all these songs with just me on you know playing guitar and stuff and i just said you know i've never re really released a record with me just playing all the guitar all the solos all the same uh, uh top fuel records process we have a yeah. studio my bass player is the engineer co-producers with me and 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 nobody else i just want me to go in there get a drummer in there and, and just have at it so i put together God, uh, over a dozen song ideas. And the thing is, I actually called my bass player, Jerry, and said, hey, you know, we've got to start working on some stuff because this the the music I'm actually talking about, it's like the Rat EP. They're like, yeah. no. I mean, one of these songs, believe it or not, could be construed as a, a Metallica tune. <laughs> I mean, they're just heavy EP kind of song sounding. You Got It, uh, uh, Tell the World, Cheater, they're in that vein. So yeah, I think that stuff is really chunky because I, I know you have a, if you look at on anybody's following, you have the Mickey Rat anthology. Yeah. That's like everywhere. I love the yeah. version of Round and Round. It is, it's fatter. It's chunkier. The guitar mm -hmm. on that is actually heavier, I think, than the produced one that you guys did as a single. Yeah. And I love that one. I love both. I like the chunky one, man. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, it's like I've had, I've worked with so many people and then I finally stopped saying, you know, I've re-recorded with George Lynch, some stuff, Tracy Guns, you know, besides the originals with the Warren. And even before that, with Chris Hager, who was the lead guitar player in Mickey Rats, I can literally throw up a version of, let's say, Sweet Cheater. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to put it on the website. That'd be fun. Uh, who do you like better? Of course, Dean Martini, but it'll have Dean Martini, Chris Egg, or George Lynch, this guy, that guy, and so take a vote. Who's up? Which version? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I think I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I like that. I, well, you've done a lot of versions of stuff that are out there too. So, I mean, you've redone them, and like I, I've went through some of your albums. I mean, the, the the progression of sounds you've gone through too of each album. Yeah, you know what I really liked? I did this re-recording of uh, Round and Round for a band called the Tories. And their version was kind of like uh, uh, acoustic kind of a thing. And they asked me if I'd sing backups. And I go, sure. I liked their rendition so much. I actually, when I did Stripped, yeah. that, uh, record, I did their version. So I ended up with... <laughs> myself twice <laughs> i'll have to check that one out you know it's funny yeah. you, you, you sing a lot as though i mean you're, you're not against singing i mean you'll do covers you'll do you start out doing covers you're just you're a singer you know hell you've even done a, a grim got run over by a reindeer oh god the other christmas <laughs> yeah that's you know it's funny it's it's, it's like 
if you can't, you know, I, I'm the uh, firm believer of, you know, not trying anything just to do it. If you can try something that's out of your realm or, or whatever, I find it, you know. Uh, it's not uh, even that bad, though. It's not that bad, though. I mean, it's not like it. I mean, I, I laughed. I thought it was pretty funny. I mean, you sound good in it. I mean, you sound fine. It's not bad. It's just it's I did not expect to hear that from you. I was like, what? I know it's crazy. So I stopped doing those things, but the re-recording. That's pretty so, funny. You know, they just keep rehashing them, rehashing them. And, you know, so it's the buck stopped oh, yeah. a bit ago. Nah, but It's all right. You got enough songs anyhow. Let's, so I got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, let's talk about your streaming event. The first thing, congratulations yeah. on it. Uh, a lot of good reviews. People loved it, man. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately, it was a rat, supposed to be a rat stream for last New Year's Eve for the new year, 2021. And it's okay. I'll take on all comers. And that's what I did. Yeah. And the best thing about it is I, I got to step outside of the, the, the rat mode. I mean, look, I'm a solo artist, too. I recorded like, you know, I'm on my sixth solo record. Mm-hmm. I just don't put stuff out there to put out there. There's got to be a reason nobody's heard it or it's different, um, you know, and I was doing this long ago, finding these deep cuts, you know, um, so I'm utilizing that, you know, as much as I can. Well, I mean, you are the voice of Rat and you, for most, you are a Rat most, you know what I'm saying? You sing it, you do the Rat songs, you do solo, it still sounds like Rat, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one else can sing like you. So you are the voice of Rat. So, well, the best thing about it was I do solo stuff, and right. that's the best about that stream gig. And and it is a different Rat bastards are a whole nother animal from you know, obviously Rat. Right. And we don't have the you know Robin with us, and the band isn't uh, the original members. You do what you can do, but for how long? You know, I don't want this band to become a cover band. If I had my way, the original guys would be in the studio or we would be writing. And, uh, you know, who knows? Talking about bigger, better things, you know, the final, the last lap, whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, you, so you did the show. Don't yeah, want to talk it, over you. So what yeah. happened? Did you did so Bobby, obviously. And and, and also yeah. you had Scott, Scotty playing drums and Scotty's a monster, right? So Scotty's props to Scotty Coogan out there right now. But obviously... Bobby is what everyone's hot about because rat. Correct. But, but that being said, once that got done, were people like, hey, was Warren or, 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 or you know, Juan kind of like, oh, kind of excited? Was there like any more dirt kicking up, a little more excitement now? I don't, I, I haven't heard from their comments, but, what? you know, I, I, wow. I, that's crazy. Well, we kind of tend to, if there's no business at hand, even back in the day, each, everybody goes to their own village, you know, yeah. and you write or you do whatever until you hear that, get that phone call tomorrow, tomorrow, you know, uh, but I, we'll see what happens. I, I really enjoyed it uh, doing the stream. I, I got, now I know what to do, you know, so the next one will be definitely, um, We'll have some kind of live audience. Uh, well, yeah. People say, I, though, it's how awkward no. it is. And you, you do well, though. Yeah, I love playing cover cover songs. I love Zeppelin, Bowie, Priest, uh, Aerosmith, uh, all, you know, yeah. all these 
performed that uh, girls on film. Uh, it doesn't bother me. Toys in the Attic. I mean, I love doing that shit. It's what I grew up on, you mm -hmm. know. So I get a chance just to get my yayas out instead of okay here you gotta play around you have to lay it down you have to tell the world and you know so i enjoy those the next stream will be a bigger better cooler event oh but for your first one though you really got a lot of kudos i think a lot of good comments were you were working it like you were kind of coming into an audience you're coming into a living room you're looking at the right angle. you know there's been a lot of streams have been kind of all in the band feels like a band practice it feels like you kind of kind of came in guns blazing it's not me just saying it. it's the sure. reviews that people just go out there and listen it's you kind of locked in out of the gate yeah we had a great response and it was it was successful so like i'm saying now i know what to do now i know uh, how to deal with a, a better production and you know, using the same company, uh, I don't know, because when you want to do bigger and better things, you know, you, you will take it to the next level. But it was a great time, great response. Um, that's the rat bastards, you know, you put us in a corner, we'll come out punching, you know. Well, the people lost their mind when you and Bobby got together. If, if anybody, two people are going to get together, you and Bobby of the band, with you guys are the two, the holdouts, you know. Yeah, we'll so. never Never, never say never, you know, and it's like I could call Warren and if I don't hear from him, that's okay. That's how, that's how we were. And that's I know, we but, but you and Bobby, though, are like, the Eagles got back together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the hell is over type of deal. It's different. You're correct, everybody. And we still talk all the time. You know? I know, but it's. It was crazy. Different. It was crazy. And, and, you know, Hey, like I say, never say never and bygones be bygones. I don't hold grudges unless you really fucked me somewhere. But I mean, with a guy like that, it's like my brother, you know, yeah. you, you fight, and, you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, look, we were up for years in a bus, you know, what I mean? so you get to know somebody very well. And now we're, you know, we're all a little bit older, grown up, more mature, and, and there's different ways of handling things. And first and foremost is, hey, are we cool? Okay, let's hang. And that's where it's at. Well, I, yeah, I mean, no, and nobody can say, like, no one, no one's lived in the same shoes that you you and Bobby and, and Warren and Juan. You guys all lived a certain life that no one else experienced. And, well, the five of you at one point, but then obviously the four of you that are survivors. And now you guys are older, mature, and you have a legacy. And we've learned you don't want to, you know, when people are dying. You want to make sure you at least have a, at least have a friendship with the band. You know what I'm saying? Even if you well, don't sure. play, I mean, we've learned that from like with Eddie and stuff that stuff happens, man, and it, it sucks. Well, yeah, I mean, look, there's one thing we all have to do is die. How you want to get there and and take it, you know, is yeah. your own trip. You know, I have my own uh, beliefs on. You know, you can't. You can't come back and say, let's, let's do that. You know, that was a great idea. <laughs> you got to move while, move while the yeah. irons. Oh, and that's, and I'm the ultimate instigator. So that's what I'm doing now. We'll see what happens. I mean, look, awesome. they never, I believe. And, you know, take it from there. All right. I, I, I'm going to say, just have one question. This is something I got when you, you, you know, it's always out there talking about the band and stuff because you only want this to be like, well, to the end, we'll go to some albums, but you're talking about rat and you said you, you don't really want to go out there. You want to do one, maybe one last hurrah with a band. I would you like, only, all right. Would and, and, and you didn't want to do it, say with, with Carlos this time. I mean, mm. the infestation album was fantastic. You guys play well. He's a good player. 
but you kind of want to do the four guys or do the original maybe type of deal. Um, as much as possible. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. There is one other original guy you could put in for a fifth member when you play live. You know, Jakey Lee. Yeah, well, you know. Jake, he, was already, he was kind of, I don't know if we even approached him uh, back then. I don't, I, it's a, he's a whole. He's uh, different. Yeah. He would be awesome to see. People love him. Yeah. He's a one guitar band guy. Okay. Though. I get that. He, he needs that because of his playing. And, and that's one of the reasons, I don't know, maybe he didn't like me or something but <laughs> towards the end, but you know, that was one of the reasons he left. He's not a two guitar guy. I wanted to bring another guy in and start this whole new thing. You know, uh, started out as me singing, playing guitar. Then no, yeah. I'm going to say, hey, Drake, you're the guy. And so who knows? But, you know, if we're, we're not talking any of that now, I think it would be great for the fans, you know, our friends. I call our fans friends. Fun. Yeah. I think it would be, I think it would be way cool. So we'll see what happens. You know, I don't, I, I make no promises, but so, but one thing is, you know, Hey, I yeah. put it out there. I'm not going to do a record and, and uh, uh, without the original guy, it just doesn't make sense. But I have to say when I made that remark, a lot of people were going, Oh, that's a great record infestation. You shouldn't put it, it down. Be happy. Your fans. I'm like, give me a fucking break. I go, look, <laughs> my point was, well, that, I get that. That's why. That's why I preempted what I said because of that. I'm like, I get that. Yeah, we didn't you know have all the real elements. If there was a Juan, there was a Warren, there was a Bobby, right. there was. Whoa, you pretty much got a great nucleus right there, and yeah. and that's that's where I go, man. You know, that's that would be the ultimate e ticket. Not you know, to keep having one guy come in, one guy come out, and you know, blah blah. Um, so that's where that stands, you know? All right, well, so Rat EP came out, blasted out, you had like 100,000 copies, something ridiculous. Right. At that point, and we're talking about you kind of like redoing some songs between Mickey Rat and then Rat, and then they kind of get remade a few times. So that EP did pretty good, had a certain sound, a little raw. Yeah. Then I know they went and repolished it, I guess, for the reproduction of Land. Did Atlantic like redid it? We Did-Land redid it little- back before. Yeah. 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 And then um, out of the cellar, obviously the biggest, probably the biggest album that you guys did. I mean, it still is to this day. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of the songs you have on there were really good. It was the full band. You guys were firing on all cylinders. And what I know changed a lot. I know you like to write alone, or you've said you like to when you write your lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Well, How that changes between the albums, I'm kind of curious about as the band to the years, because songwriting is different each album. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, my the way I work and worked with my band with Rad is I, I still, <laughs> unless you bring a song in, mm-hmm. um, that's complete. Like when we were thinking about, when we have the, had the opportunity to do the EP, we really didn't have any music. We were playing all of Mickey Rat's music. Right. And up in the dog and and i think we are just starting to write like this one song reach for the sky and this other one i won't lose which i have and the original band uh demoed it for out of the cellar but never made it so one day you'll hear those but anyway um if you didn't bring in a complete song back in the day when we were in pre-production for out of the cellar mm-hmm. 
or the EP, it, it really wasn't, you know, noticed or something. And unless you, we were just, whoa. It, hence, you know, you think you're tough. That was right. probably the first real rat song written as, not as a group, performed, uh, recorded by the band. Uh, all those other songs on the EP, You Got It, Cheater, Tell the World, um, uh, were Mickey Rat songs. They were completely yeah. done. Which, which it gets to the point, no, I, I, I really wouldn't consider working on a song unless you just give me music, you know, unless you really had some kind of somebody, Robin had a great title or, or uh, words for a bridge. Um, and the same will be said for anybody else. I mean, Juan came to the table with... Um, for out of the cellar with a couple songs and they were pretty much complete except on one song i really couldn't bite into the lyrics and it really wasn't me so that's why i like to to write lyrics alone because if i have any kind of outside you know uh influence mm -hmm. um it wouldn't sound like me you know some people like talking about the sky and water and stuff me i like talking about cement and you know <laughs> trippier yeah. shit you know uh, cement pirate shit so you know that's where that came from i it's not that i didn't want to write lyrics with these people because at the end of the day it was bo hill who went oh that sucks or that's great you're a producer right. or Somebody in the band did come up with something great, but uh, like lack of communication per se, I changed a couple things, but it's a one song, you know, complete. So I would That's come up with complete songs or, or leave me alone, give me your ideas and leave me alone, you know, and then you'll get your products. I you know because at one point that you talked about like the band was kind of like, you know, they're kind of like, oh, he takes off and he does the song separately. And I know you've said that before. <laughs> so it's kind of curious that it kind of drove him nuts. But then of course, at that point, in, 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 in the songwriting, your band was a couple albums in, everyone's getting bigger, egos are getting bigger, everything's kind of separating. And then so your songwriting, everything is, is amplified. So it's not about the songwriting, it's about everything's about everything. So sure. so I'm kind of just kind of focusing in on like, oh, so let's really talk about the song part of it. And you know, that's because that's what people love to hear. Yeah. So Out of the Cell had a really great raw sound. It was, it was a cleaned up version, obviously. And you were, like I said, you a lot of old Mickey Rat songs were kind of cleaned out that you weren't using. You were starting to kick in new songs as a band. Yeah. Then you came up, then Invasion of Your Privacy. That that album, a lot thicker. I think the guitars sounded heavier in that one. Mm. Um, that's my outside thought. That record, yeah. that record was a whole, it, it was quite different than Out of the Cellar. We knew, all we knew is that, oh shit, you have a, I don't call it a hit record. You, you hit a nerve. And I think both thinking the same thing you guys better write the best shit you've ever written and that's yeah. what we attempted to do and we did bring the notch up a few so it was cool i love invasion i think invasion is a great record invasion is that one i would say and it's probably one of my that and detonator are probably my two favorite rat albums uh, like my top two and then i'd probably work but with invasion it's kind of like ballet things and and but what's interesting, I don't, at least you didn't release. Is there any old Mickey Rat stuff? This was all new Rat stuff at this point, right? This album was all being Invasion? Yeah. yeah. Um, I 
think there might have been, I'd have to look, but there might have been uh, a, a couple leftovers. Yeah, if I'm thinking about it now, it's quite possible. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. At least they're not released like publicly. I mean, I know you have like every bootleg of yourself ever released, yeah. you know, but I don't think I've ever seen these released. That's why I was asking as far as these felt like they were a new animal itself. Yeah, the songs on Invasion. Yeah. You're in yeah. love, never use love, lay it down. Whoa, 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 stop right there. There I'm you go. Never use love. Never use love is a Mickey Rat song. I wrote that song complete. All done. Oh. Complete. So I did that throughout the catalog. I would bring it like top secret. That's an old, that's yeah. a Mickey Rat idea. Okay. That was actually recorded by Mickey Rat. And so yeah, you're you're yeah, you just refreshed my memory. Yeah, there are a couple <laughs> songs that were Mickey Rat or that have been sitting around. And like I say, it goes back to this song's complete. Here you go, guys. We we used to do it in our set in 83. It didn't make seller. So uh, it's time. And it worked. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, in your defense, I mean, you've written probably hundreds and hundreds of songs and put a different, yeah. so many different albums and versions of albums. And, you know, and, and to remember all that would be just insane. Uh, not, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make a rat joke either. <laughs> You're insane. But to that point, like, so like, but like, never use love. The yeah. production really made it fit because I couldn't hear. I mean, that sound would not have worked on out, like, out of the cellar. Like, that it Correct. works with Invasion of Privacy. You are, you yeah, spot on. I would have. Was that a producer decision or who, who made that decision? It is a producer decision. Yeah. Because once Bo figured us out, which he did because see out of the cellar was pretty much his first rodeo and our first mm -hmm. rodeo doing a full length record really so it worked that was a good album for both of you guys to be your first time <laughs> yeah so whatever uh, uh transpired in there it worked and we bo hill wasn't about to miss a beat and the label presidents weren't about to miss a beat and they wanted the sophomore to be a hit and it was Thank God, you know. It, it, yeah, it was. I mean, I, I remember when it came out. I was so excited and had that when got the set. I was so looking forward to it. And it, but like all your albums, and one thing is consistent: they all have a certain sound. There's not like yeah, there's no uneven sound on the album. Like this album could be here, and this could be belong with this album. Each album, and whether it's the production or the song choice or the order, you know, it, it works out really good. Um, and this album, I felt like was really designed for like like stadium for live playing. A lot of the songs just felt like they were very much designed for an audience. You know. Well, we did consciously want our songs to be able to come across live. It wasn't until later we got a little out of hand because a lot of those notes that I had to banshee yell and scream <laughs> weren't gonna weren't gonna work well on the road yeah. for you know fourteen months. You know, night after night, I wouldn't have a voice. So we learned real quick, don't do that. If you can avoid it, don't make us uh, sing or do something that you can't reproduce on stage. Uh, well, there's still singers that are doing that now with their height, with certain notes they sang when they were younger. Then, you know, when you got older, you can't sing those anymore. You're, you're well, singing not, it down you key. You can. There are guys who can do that. And God bless them. I don't know. You know, uh, uh, yeah. There's only yeah. a few that can still do it. That have the voice of like, you know, like, like there's only a few Sammy Hagar voices out there that can just still hit those notes, you know. Yes, uh, yeah, that I they wrote that they wrote when they were younger. Correct. 
Yeah, that's true. And but I mean, they made me do stuff like, um, uh, well, I'll never use love or or, or dance, dance, dance. I got to tell you, when that yeah. record came out and they picked that single, I was like, oh shit. You mean I gotta do that every night, every night? It's gonna get the way of my party, man. You know, <laughs> but I have a voice. I'm lucky enough to have a voice, whether people think it sucks or not. Sometimes I think it sucks, but it is what it is. But you know, you gotta be careful, you know, trying to do these things and hit these notes because it'll haunt you, you know, later on when you're like, yeah. oh, have done that but i had to prove i had balls or something or everybody's oh. doing it and you we all singer voice you know. you're a singer and you, you have a rock voice every... say what you know? i'm saying you have a singer and you have a rock voice and and you're on a tour and you have like especially having a, a rough gravelly bluesy voice any singer that has that kind of voice after a certain while you're gonna blow it out or you're gonna have a bad couple of years live because the weather i mean it's not a guitar. It's not going to be. It's hard to keep it in tune. It's just, it's it's moving and breathing. It's a body part. So yeah, I'm lucky enough to have a voice, or unlucky enough, but I don't have to really worry about it. You know, I don't really bite into a towel backstage or go me 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 me. You know, I'd rather laugh and talk and and work my voice. You know pre-show that way but i've never really had a problem and i'm very fortunate that i could go out there we actually um did um 20 was it 29 shows in a row something really crazy back in the day mm -hmm. and they didn't think i was going to be able to do it but i me i'm like well let's just do it and see what happens and i think your voice has gotten better like stronger like you know live performances i think there's a time where i think I don't know, like you, you see, you had problems with your legs and you had medical issues and stuff going on. Yeah. And you're just regular singing, you know, it wasn't top or bottom. It was just whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we all have life stuff going on. I'm not, I couldn't do what you do. But the point yeah. is, like, I'm lucky. I'm your lucky voice, but your voice is getting stronger again, though. Like, it's getting stronger again. Like, is my point. It's like, it's yeah, great. Well, that's happening because I don't part in you know, partake or indulge in these dangerous substances any longer. <laughs> and it happens, if you're drinking like a fish, you know, you're going to have some problems eventually down the line, or maybe not. It depends on what kind of music you play in your delivery with people. I mean, there's so many aspects to that. But I, I, I'm happy, you know, or fortunate enough to have a voice to where I don't worry about it. I just do what I do. It sounds that good, guy, and, you know. The guy that goes out there, is a whole nother person. I flip a switch before I go out, and the minute I come back off stage, I flip it, and that's it. So I kind of don't even, you know, how I can get away with some of that. I don't know, but but I'm enjoying. Uh, well, keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's your voice has gotten stronger, and and maybe even if you're drinking, your mindset's a different spot, so you're not singing it properly because you're not thinking that way. I mean, kind of maybe not has to do with your voice. It's just like where you're at if you're doing other stuff. You know what I mean? If your heart's sure. not into it, if it's a performance, you're like kind of walking through it you know correct but, correct and and here's you know somebody told me a long time ago it was a teacher and i never had voice lessons even though i was told to try to get some but that'll just disturb your your character and individuality <laughs> uh, but they told me they told me think the note before you speak the note and within that little millisecond most probably you'll hit it 
Mm-hmm. So to those singers out there, try it sometime. There is enough time in your head to do it, believe it or not, to think about the yeah. note or you sing it. So I tend to do that quite a lot. It's very helpful, you know, because you'll be amazed sometimes. I just go, holy shit, it works. You think yeah, it, it's and, great. Uh, and I, it works. I, I, you know, we got a lot going on too. Be thinking that you guys are moving. You guys are a very physical band and we're yeah. talking, well, now you are your, your solo band, Rap Bastards. But even the day, I mean, you got to move. You can't sit still on that stage, especially with Warren and his bass guitar, the way he jazzercises with it all around oh, well, and it can yeah, knock you out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> jazzercise. Uh, yeah, Warren has a tendency to, to still try to, but I know he knows he can't. You know, look, those are, those are days when you're in your 20s and you could climb on the, oh, yeah. the scaffolding and rafters and, and, you know, fall on your ass and get up. That doesn't happen too much anymore. And we're very lucky, uh, us, 35 years later, that we can still deliver. I mean, I would love to see the band. I would love, I mean, look, I've jammed with Bobby. I would love to see Bobby jam with Juan and me. And I would love to see Warren pull into the picture, uh, you know, but that's that's up to him. And if it never happens, it doesn't happen. We have great a great legacy. Um, yeah, it'd be a shame. But I really, I, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, I had a great time with Bobby out there. Yeah. I mean, never missed he, a beat. It was like that's our Bob, you know. But if there was a live audience and it was, you know, you know, a bunch of thousands of people who have been a whole nother bulk, yeah, that's when yeah. all hell breaks loose. I mean, even it'd be nice if even if the four of you secretly get together one time and just play for fun as a band to kind of have some kind of closure. You know what I'm saying? Like just no tapes, no recording, just. As right. friends, as you started, yeah. that would be a, 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 a. That's how I think. Um, yeah, no one about, be a fan. It's all recorded. And didn't let you know. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. It yeah, I if, if, so dance gonna cover came out once again. New sound, still platinum. You're still guys kicking butt. Dance mm-hmm. came out a little different song. I wasn't kind of expecting that. I felt the sounds were almost like the guitars were almost like they were short and punchy in that album. I don't know if. Was it the, the change so on purpose? Because it felt like you guys were getting even a little heavier. Body talk was like poppy, but then actually heavier. Yeah, you're talking dancing, right? Yeah, dancing undercover, kind of that one right now. So, Well, there's, let me explain dancing to you. Dancing was really a premeditated record. You know, we saw Invasion was more of a polished record. Yeah. It was a, for that year and that time and that episode, the rat lives. But when it came time to, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. we made the sophomore glitch. We made it out of that. Now, what are we going to do next? Robin and I, and, and, and most of us, even Warren, decided we wanted to go back to basics. Let's just okay. try back to EP seller. There was no pressure. The songs were harder and and let's not have as much fluff, so to speak, because then everybody was by by invasion, all these new bands, everybody's used their your producer, taking your tricks and mm-hmm. and so we really wanted to make a change in in the delivery of that record. We wanted it to be harder, a little much heavier, yeah, a heavier record and it heavier. published, you know. Yeah, it was good. I mean, even like when you was it, it doesn't matter when you start off and you start playing just a guitar, it's just you singing with a guitar. Right, Neil Warren, yeah. Yeah, that was that was that, that was probably like my I love that song. Um yeah, the whole album is really good. 
Thank you. We yeah, we would try different things. I mean, if you can, if you have the ability to to you know to do different things and experiment, not literally, because we knew and now we know, even to this day, there is a schematic to rat music. Juan knows it, I know it, Warren knows it. It's just Bobby knows. It's just stuck in our heads. And so even if we wanted to do something and make it different, like the other rat records that came after the Sony portrait record and even infestation, um, without Bo and you know, in the nucleus, or at least the four of us in the nucleus, it's gonna be hard to you know it, it would be very hard to, to put together. get the real picture of what people you know expect and what rat really is because you actually you know you get where i'm going with there with that i, I do i think there's well you, you do have a rat sound you have a there's a formula and there's a chemistry that yeah you and yeah. the guys make and bo makes and that actually so as we're going through we're just going to do the rap stuff we're yeah halfway, halfway there so that actually is perfect with reach for the sky so i know reach for the sky i think you tried without bo Yes. And Bo had to come back. Well, look at, look at what's right in front of me. There you go. As Perfect. Because I, I have the artwork. You've got to tell me, what the hell is that album cover? Well, I'll explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at that thing so many times in my life, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you know, I did, I've done all the, pretty much the art direction for the band since day one. Merch, everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had to explain that to somebody today. And with Reach, I was thinking, you know, let, let's try something trippy. I mean, here's, here's a little trivia. Dancing Undercover, the back of the record, with, the front of the record with the five guys was supposed to be the back. Yep. And the picture of the lips was supposed to be the front. Okay. I guess more, three guys out of five wanted their faces up there in the front. I didn't. You know, so I, whatever, it doesn't bother me. I'm, you know, just did the art direction and, and that's it. So the same be said for Reach. And, and what I wanted to do with Reach is create kind of a hypnosis level, like the guy who did the UFO records, Lights yep. Out, that art. Yep. Yeah, so I was just trying to do that. So I told everybody, um, and the moon is actually not a golf ball. Okay. So I asked everybody <laughs> to give me a, an idea of something visual that they would like, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think of something that's kind of trippy. I'm gonna, this time I want to do something kind of really out there. So I did. And there's a couple of things missing from the, 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 the one that came out, the co- eventual cover. I got yeah. close. Is, is, and Warren has it framed. Is that woman, she actually shows a, a, a tip. We had to cover her up because they wouldn't sell it. Right. The moon, Bobby wanted his golf ball in there because he was playing a lot, playing All a lot of time. Yeah. Like, okay, that would be great. Make the moon a golf ball. Okay. Yeah, it made it on some. And then I wanted the book to read Reach for the Sky. I wanted, so who knows what I was thinking, the plane, but it was just a, and by the way, uh, another backstage pastor is, is, the how can I explain it to you? Yeah, the art on that record is really out there. 
I got close, but it didn't go. Well, the yeah. arms are tied up. I mean, I don't use like, yeah, I mean, it's like a wicker chair from, and there's but, like, but the, the go point goggles. is, yeah, is I never really wanted to name uh, uh, an album if there was a song with the same title. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hence, I didn't, that song Reach for the Sky we wrote right. in 1983. Well, it ended up on being a title, never using a song. Uh, so a lot of these records were songs. Invasion of Your Privacy is a song title. You know, it ended up being something else. Uh, Dancing Undercover, the same thing. That was a song title. So there's no way I'm going to put a song and a, an album, you know, the, the same thing. Right. I've done with Under My Skin, a solo record. First time ever. And I've never really wanted lyrics ever in any of our albums. And I believe the only one that rat escaped me was Detonator, which is a whole new yeah. group of producers and people. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe in, you know, telling the story. I like people to figure out your story. Well, how did the Reach the Sky become a title? And you already had the song. You're like, you know what? I just like the title because the album's different. I feel like Correct. at this point, you got, you guys were getting big. You guys were having some issues, you know, trying to sign yeah. up on a producer and stuff. I'm looking at some of the song titles I wrote down. Right. Really, it was not the, the quality of your music didn't didn't change. No. The album had a different sound. I mean, you still wait, Cold Junior. I mean, who's going to touch that now at their best? I mean, that's yeah. a good, you know, City to City just feels like that's a touring song. I mean. Yep. And here again, you go. City to City is a Mickey Rat song. I, you know, I could play you the a Mickey Rat version and I live at the Troubadour when Mickey Rat played there in 1981. And I like that version better, a lot better, but it is what it is. You get the, all of us together and, and Bo, and, and then you get our delivery, what people, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very polished album though, too, though. And I think with a lot of Mickey Rat stuff, it it's, is. it's a lot, it it's is. a lot heavier. Which I personally like you. I, I I enjoy it. Like the Rat and Round example. I, I like the Mickey Rat thing. I listen to a lot. I love that one. The anthology. Yeah, it is a different. Uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's just heavier. I mean, your vocals are are produced fine, so it's not even like it's, it's not like yeah. demo. It's it just feels like the guitars are just different. Um, yeah, they are. Yeah, so and that's just, just Richard Skies is kind of polished. I think is that what happened with Bo when he came in? He kind of polished it for. Atlantic. Oh yeah, he had free. Then it was like he was going to show us how important he was in the mix but i mean who knows we were all over the place we have been torn for years right. we're up and you know with that success breeds excess and 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 you know a lot of things went down i don't know if if where we we're at or why city to city ended up you know, so far down the line hmm. that song should have uh, been on the ep yeah uh, you know or sell it Unless it just didn't fit, once again, sonically. Yeah. I mean, but the whole story, one of the things. Yeah, the whole story behind Reach for the Sky, Bo Hill actually talks about, if you Google it, Bo Hill on, on the production of uh, Reach for the Sky. It, didn't, it, it wasn't that we never wanted to use Bo again, because I love Bo. I've used him for solo stuff. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, if we were ever to do a record, Contrary to what the others might think, Bo Hill would be my first choice to bring back. Of course, you know, uh, we made this sound together. You know, it's almost it's like, team. 
Yeah, the hidden sixth member, per se, you know, our mutt lang, so to speak, you know. Um, He knew what to do with us. And the whole story behind that, I'm not even going to tell it. You'd have to do it, you know, look it up. Actually, I've, I've looked up too. So actually, we'll have the viewers look it up so we can hit a couple albums and not keep you tied yeah. up all day. But it's a good st- look it up, everybody. I know the story. I know the backstory yeah, too. So that one, it's a, it's a good one. But that's why I know a little bit. Where I, I can go back and forth with this. So then you guys do. You guys come out. Rock is you know hair metal, rock, whatever you want to call. It, I don't really care. It's eating yeah. itself at this point because it's been a copy of a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it's the right for the taking. You know, then grunge comes. What do you want to call it? But, but at that point, you guys squeeze out Detonator. You get Desmond Child in. You go for a different sound. Yes. It's a fantastically, once again, it's cohesive. It's a different, it's a different level. And, and I love it. I agree. That record, again, I, you know, if I had the catalog in front of me, um, I like Detonator. It's got shame, love and user jobs, scratch that itch, one step yeah. away, hard time. Heads you win and tails you lose. I didn't know Bon Jovi sang in the background for that one. Yeah, um, he sang. Oh, man. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Giving yourself away. Oh, my God. And he's the top secret well, made it to this one. Yeah, top secret. That, that again, Finally. Rat that got rehashed. I don't know what happened. I'm sure we had more material. But, you know, everybody just threw in their tapes and threw in their demos. Literally. Here's mm-hmm. demos. And I got my songs, Robin mm-hmm. or Juan. Here's my stuff. And they would be nitpicked. We, we, you know, Bo would go through the songs and tell us which ones to really work on. Um, but Detonator, I love that record. I think it's, uh, it was a great effort. You know, Robin wasn't around as much, so it suffered with without his input, I believe. And, you know, you can only do with the tools you got. And I got to be honest with you, from the outside... It didn't sound like you suffered at all, you guys. It really, like I said, it's one of my favorite albums. I mean, yeah, I mean, Robin's on there, but I, he really, you know, he didn't have a hand in too much stuff, and that really bothered me. I'm sure it bothered well, him emotionally. Yeah, yeah, but it, I mean, look, it is what it is. But that record is is a pretty interesting record, Detonator. And then again, you know, I, you know, I I, I visualize what I hear, and that's how I come up with a concept for any kind of art direction or but your or voice art. was was used to do this one a little differently you know that was on detonator a hundred percent i would You're have right. loved to seen where you went from that because then obviously mm, you know well hell I a hand basket after that <laughs> well you know where i went right after that is uh with arcade okay yeah that's how my voice was stronger somehow uh, i i yeah my voice was crazy for some reason uh, when I did the arcade, the first arcade, and that was a great record, you know. Yep. So I, I, it's not like I got, you know, my voice really got damaged or hurt or anything, but it worked. It was good. I mean, yeah, we've talked about some of your soul stuff, is and and I just wasn't. Uh, and then way cool. Stuff. And then way cool. You know, we saw what everybody was doing. Everybody was doing the ballads around mm-hmm. the dance era we didn't want to do that even though we did one step away and, and this other song robin and i wrote um we got close well what i love about detonator is giving yourself away with yep. diane Ward and desmond child that, that is an experience i took so much out of that you know when claudner had his even with that rat record with uh, yep. uh without Bo, with claudner and and he put his you know in with writing with all these people 
I, I embraced those writing sessions and learned as much as I could from the people who were these crazy writers. Yeah. But I mean, having the opportunity to write with uh, Desmond and Diane Warren on that song, right. it was fucking amazing. To this day, it's one of my best songs I think I've written with yeah. anybody. And sound, your voices. It, 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 once again, it, you know, and that shows you the song. Yeah. You write a song to your voice. So, yeah. you know, and that's why there's certain songs that some people can't sing. Best singer in the world can't sing a certain song. Sure, you're right. There's songs for certain voices. You write for your voice, and they wrote for your voice, but with their influence, and it was just a whole new thing. So, you know. Yeah, and it was Diane Warren that, that said, uh, uh, we need a working title. She works differently, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, I do that sometimes, too. I'll come up with a title and then work around that, or let us music stew, and then you go back and go, oh, shit, yeah. perfect. Um, she asked me, what have you, you know, what have you never done? What have you never done? And I said, hey, given, given myself away. She said, there's your song title. Now let's go. It was great. I mean, these are like mega pro writers, you know. I mean, you better learn something. I like that. I like that fact you talked about when we first talked to you, you know, you know, you're all about learning in the studio. You're all about not just partying, about learning, 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 growing. And clearly, with all your soul albums, you, you've kept working it. You know, it's, it's a craft. It's an art. Yeah. I think the only album that was really neat is what was at the end here, but with I have questions with so collage came out when you guys kind of were starting to get back together, kind of a weird time, right? That was and obviously the collage is a collage, so it's not really a lot to talk about. It's a lot of Mickey Rat Rat stuff, some yeah. stuff thrown in, some stuff repolished. Top Correct. Secret was on it again, yeah. you know. Top Secret was yeah. quite a bit. So collage, you know, loving you, yeah. Um. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, collage was a record to where we weren't doing anything. You know, I had done Arcade. I established my indie label. Um, and then I was taking a look at our catalog at some point and I was like, okay, we've got to kick this in the ass. So why don't we get together? And we got all those together, I believe. I ran into Warren just walking down the street boom boom and then i went hey by the way you know our catalog this that and would you like to uh you know instigate something and put it out there and see what happens he was into it we picked a bunch of make your ad songs uh re you know redirected them with his input and then this is what we got so it was, it's a fun record you might yeah, it's see not it. a it's not a demo album by any means but, but like oh, when no, i heard no. detonator and then that came out it's like oh a new rat album i listened to that it's like whoa Right, it, right. It was a different animal, you know. Right, older right. It was a, It was actually literally a collage, uh, but it, it, you know, it was a record that did exactly what I wanted it to do: get us back together and and stimulate the catalog. And, and I thought it was for for tour, like that you wanted to have some material to tour on too, because a lot no, of artists won't tour a, without a tour. Came, a, a tour came out of it. Oh, okay, so it's the opposite, and, and it got us back together. You know, and it was worth it for a few of us, or a few of us, I think. Yeah, Juan wasn't involved still. Yeah, no, I think Robbie at that point because Robbie did that. So, you first two albums you guys did together, and I, I think Rat, the self titled Rat, and or 90, 19, 99, whatever they want to call it. I think there's some really great cuts on that one, like Over the Edge, Lift oh, yeah. and um, Love Sick is so ridiculously good. I mean, there's other songs, but you know, it's so good. 
Yeah, you know, that's the uh, uh, Portrait Sony record. Uh, yeah. That record, I like that record. I mean, look, there's no rap record that I do not like because it took a lot of time, exp life experience, blood, mm -hmm. guts, and whatever you throw goes into your music. So, you know, I respect all of her shit, uh, music. It's that if you don't have all the elements, I'll say again, you're not going to get the real big picture. Right. We can get away with it. Like right now, since I, because I have written a lot of the rap music and songs myself, it, it would right. sound like a record. That's why I have problems getting, you know, I mean, thank God my guitar player, Eric, does a lot of the uh, music for the solo stuff. Yeah. Um, I come up with, with complete songs because it takes me out of this, what people expect out of, you know, oh, I'm not getting a round and round from this guy. I, well, I don't want to do a round and round. It's been done. It'll never be done again. Uh, so that's where that helps with my writing. But that record uh, with Lovesick, that's a great tune. Yeah. Uh, we we really... Riff. Yeah, we tried to get something done there, Warren and I. We really did. And then you get the next one, you know. Yeah, well, uh, well, just say, I always say, they, uh, Over the Edge was so, uh -huh. so good also. What was the album cover? Just one last on that, on that album. Where did the album cover come from? What was that? Infestation or the... Uh, no, 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 the rat album. It's like that, that looks like the person yeah, walking the rat, the street. Right. That, well, yeah. Then again, it was looking for, you know, different art ideas. And I just really wasn't into into the art directing at that time. Uh, you know, I oversaw things, but I really wasn't too excited about it. But Warren liked this idea of this artist guy. That picture is made by somebody engraving in wax or wood or mm -hmm. something. Then you make a print and that's what you yep. get. So whoever that artist is, he was really good. So I, I, I liked it, you know, yeah. there was real no concept to it at all, but let's just put something really weird out there and just call it rat, reintroduce ourselves. And that's where it that whole good. came together. So, all right. So we're at the last, the last one. Yeah. Contestation, which yeah. so fresh, so, so live sounding. It did not sound like an older band. It sounded like uh, just right out of the gate, even if alive. I mean, you. Yeah. I love that record, but you know, like, you know, some of our fans out there thought, oh, he doesn't like that record. And, you know, he should be happy and whatever. I'm always happy. Number one. Uh, number two, that record infestation, I, I gave it a decent title. Uh, I just couldn't, uh, I just couldn't uh, see it and hear it as a rat record like I wanted and Warren actually wanted too. We got close, no cigar. I keep saying that. It's a great record. And, you know, I totally dig it. And we tried, we did what we do. That's all you can um but those first two singles were written by me and uh, carlos yeah. so it's like me writing with somebody else and saying that's you know or halford writing with some guy and saying that's priest you know it's it's not because you don't have all the elements it, it did sound like you know, i think because there is a, a sound and, and certain things you can replicate yeah your voice you can't guitar sounds you know and pull, take your yeah. guitar off your wall put a humbucker sure. in get a phaser, whatever. And you're going to say, you can do a Zeppelin sound. Like nowadays, I got my box over there. I can do Queen. Not good. Sure. <laughs> but so, so that point being, I think when you're not feeling the rat sound, and this is yeah. feeling as a, if a fan listen to it, we hear the rat sound. You're not yes. feeling 
you guys aren't feeling Robin, the emotional songwriting connection. Also, sure. you're hearing that missing spot because you guys know in your mind that was a missing part of your puzzle. Correct. Correct. On the outsiders, people are not hearing that same thing, I can tell you right now. It sounds like a rat record. I know. I know. And that's because, you know, uh, most important, I mean, my voice, I, I'm not taking all credit yeah. for any, everything, but I mean, look, I can't get away from that, and I, nor do I want to. Uh, it's just hard to get my other stuff across, solo stuff across, uh, without people going, is that rat? Is that a new rat song? But that's all cool. I have my own identification, uh, but but it doesn't help on the other side of the coin, you know, yeah. uh, so to speak. Um, but that record, like I say, the first two singles, I love Eat Me Up A Lot. That's a great song. I actually want to do it live with the solo band. Uh, and maybe Rad if we get there. But... It's some good stuff. Uh, a little too much. I love a little too much. I think it's my favorite song off that one. Yeah, and you know, talk about rewriting lyrics. We had all of us living in this compound at the time where the studio was at. We decided, well, get us out of LA. You know, get us away from the comfort zone, and maybe yeah. we could, you know. But little did the producer know that we were still doing what we did, no matter what state or city you put us in right mm -hmm. so anyway i'd rewrite the lyrics every morning if i go sing i'd go hang on let me go through the songs again what are we doing today okay and then i would sit there and on that record in particular i rewrote the lyrics every day up until the point i sang uh it was crazy but it came out pretty decent you it's know? a good album i used to be proud of it and it sounds like rat i think so on the inside, I think there's an emotional songwriting thing that you guys hear different than the rest of us. Oh yes, the songs scatter. Why? Why are the people? Why are they still doing Japan only releases on stuff? What is up with that? Everything is on the internet now. Why would even just? And what? Japan's more important than the other markets. I know. You know. Isn't I that crazy? Know. Anytime you did a release in in Japan, in particular, you would have to give them a song or two that was never released in the U.S. And that was just the norm. Right. It was well, that very... was the 80s, and you could get imports. It was kind of fun. It was a special thing. I remember going to the right. record store. So, like, I get that. But nowadays, it's yeah. all digital, where you can't download that half of the earth. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're, you're correct. Um, I don't all know. I thought they got the, that was mandatory, and it was actually its own agreement contract when you yeah. did a record, released it. And Europe did the same thing. You know, Canada, no. You know, I mean, some country, some other labels in other countries, whether it's the same label, they have different, uh, different roles. Uh, you know, cool. whole different take. This has been awesome. You shared a lot of stuff. So let's end on what's going on with your backstage pass, your streaming. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, well, first, you know, we've been working very hard on with Asai TV, ASY TV, and a buddy of ours there, and and to uh, 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 release our first production, Backstage Dance production, and it's a rockumentary um, on me. And it, it, it's crazy. It's called, we're calling it Nothing to Lose. And it literally is, is stories about Mickey Rat, how I started, how I started Rat. I literally go to the old house where Mickey Rat was created and I got in. 
and and really? we were enough for them to be home. My family hasn't lived in there in ages, and but it, same place. And we, I take you to a trip uh, from here to there. Uh, interview a lot of people involved, uh, band members at the time, associates, crew. Uh, it, it's going to be amazing. And it's and so that documentary. Is that where some uh, of your stuff's coming from on your Instagram? Like some of your artwork and stuff? Yeah. Are you, are you yeah. digging up stuff for your archives to be like old artwork? Right, right. I have, I have like hundreds of, I mean, just thousands of photos nobody has from day one. And I knew then that it would be needed in the future, whether I was around to take care of or somebody else. So it's nothing, it just didn't happen overnight, this backstage past. I've been thinking about this for years and years and how to, you know, I'm getting into more uh, visual art stuff now with shows and producing and that kind of stuff, writing, more film stuff we're into. And with uh, my partner here, Christy uh, Dare, who also is producing, helped produce the, uh, the concert, actually. Mm -hmm. So we're involved with this. It comes out next month. Uh, the first three part series of it and it's going to be interesting because nobody's ever done that on rats you know on me yeah. let alone rats you know we've done the long form videos and we talk about this and that but not to the extreme to where we're taking no, it there's there's really nothing out there i mean people look yeah. at you behind the music i mean people gobble that up still i mean there's so sure. little informative true story rat stuff out there yeah. And so I'm going to give you the truth. I'm going to give you, I mean, look, this goes back to the lyrics. That's why I don't want lyrics in, in any uh, uh, albums. I want you to figure them out. I will make them your own, sing something different. And that's what has been happening. Uh, they still can't figure out my lyrics. It's brilliant. Uh, so this is going to be good because I take you literally to, I mean, we go to the whiskey, we go here, we go there. And, and it's something that has never been done for rats. So uh, we we'll decided our, our first production will be reintroducing the, the real story of, of how I created the band Rat mm -hmm. uh, on the heels of Mickey Rat, the members who, we, who was in the band talking to some, some of these ex-members and, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And that comes out, uh, I believe, May. I'll post the real date. It's first week of May, right. again, through ITV. And it's going to be great, 100%. comes out in May. And then after the documentary, we'll begin filming for my new show, Backstage Pass, The Real Deal. And that's, you know, pretty much for our fans. Uh, uh, don't have to be a certain age, but the 19... Yeah. These were such a special year, almost like the you know, 50 is the new 30. You know, the 80s were fucking lightning in a bottle. I mean, you know, you I think there's a lot of creativity. There was an opening for creativity, it was a, it, the apex yeah. of different styles could all come. Look at the 80s music, it was so different. And I want to take you, you know, we want to take you on a trip back, and not just with me. I mean, I'm going to have guests, different musicians, and maybe we'll step outside. And, but we're concentrating on this special decade, the 80s. It's, it's unlike, you know, and I, and I can't really say much about it because, you know, I'm seeing what people are doing out there. And I've talked to a few folks and, you know, maybe willing to steal my ideas in a second. No, yeah, you so want to keep it to one, yourself. Yeah, this one we're holding close and yeah. called Backstage Pass. Uh, not pass and and we're gonna literally 
you know, uh, 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 at the end of the day, which with with each guest, including myself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, let you in on what we would like our legacy to be. And besides a whole lot of cool other stuff going on, you know, with the guest um, when this comes out. And but that scene can never be recreated. You know, the fashion, the music, just I mean, if you could have like Berlin and Huey Lewis play with Rat and at the same time, Rat can share a dressing room with R.E.M. in the 80s. And, you know, I mean, there's so much that went on in the 80s. Anything went, you know, you had a Cindy Lauper, you had a Judas Priest, an Iron Man, a Rat, and a Motley. I mean, it was just fucking unbelievable this decade a lot miss it it's never going to be recreated it's almost like watching the the doors the doors movie the 60s the Mm -hmm. sunset strip was just packed you know every night i mean there was an excitement and we're really concentrating on the the that decade and so much went on we are going to try to bottle it up and give it to you and with plenty of little cherries on top. You know? That's awesome. I will, and I, anyway, I promote your stuff whenever you have it. I, I re-put it out on my media. So whatever you have, it will be re-promoted out. So anybody that follows me will be in the know because I came out there nice to yes. follow it. No. <laughs> I think you should make a photo book also with your all your well, pictures that's, and that's your, already, your artwork. Yeah, that's you know? already been done. But yeah, I didn't save all those for anything. You know, um, Actually, with Neil Slozar, we've been talking about a, a, a rat a, a coffee table photo book, which has oh, been done. Nice. We're going to do that with Slows. Uh, but the photos I have are on stage, off stage, backstage, this. Day. I mean, at home. I mean, you know, I have so many cool things that I'm going to share. So, yeah, I will explain each photo. That will be a book we'll put out when backstage past uh, errors are you know, yeah. it's like it's like when you with albums. Remember when you get an yeah. album, like you, like you open up like the Almond Brothers, and you see every on tour and like laying out here. Those are the pictures that people love. It's the in the yeah. inlays of the of the albums. And you're right, and that's how you got to. That was the only way, which I love about the '70s. Yeah. That's the only way you can find out anything about the bands you like through the, mag- the pictures. Yeah, through the pictures and and you know stuff like that. So you're correct. So it's important. And we'll explain every little nuance in a photo. And I have photos that will blow your fucking mind. You know, uh, people will go, no way. You can't show that. And I'll say, yes, I can. So look forward to that. But the show, uh, um, uh, Backstage Pass with the Sai TV production is the Rockumentary, Nothing to Lose, comes out first week of May. And we'll let you know where to find it, or just go to a side TV, and uh, you'll find. I'll, and, I'll be promoting it too. I'll be talking to Christine, and I will make sure. Yeah, that, you know that I'm up. I'm up with her, and I I re- kick all your stuff back out. So we'll we'll get that straight. Great, and then sometime in between there, we'll see what happens uh, with the band. Right now, Rat is inactive, hence the bastards. Um, but if uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, there might be some commotion in the ocean this year for the band rat and that's all i can say it might be a short swing or no swing i don't know but 
you know, everybody just uh, go to the websites, officialstevenpiercy.com or the, you know, all of our uh, little websites out there yeah. and we'll have news. Awesome. I want to thank you, man, for being on the show. It's been a pleasure as usual. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you.